Welcome to the Institute of World Politics podcast. IWP is a graduate school of national security and international affairs. To learn more, please visit www.iwp.edu. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for, for coming. I would like to present General Boris Smyslowski, alias Artur Holstom, alias von Regenau, to you. I, I am focused mostly on his activity, activity during the World War II. Uh, Smyslowski was born in Karaoke. At the time, it was a town in Grand Duchy of Finland. Now it's uh, it's called it's a uh, uh, Russian uh, Russian town. Da, tak, yes. In the same place. Uh, as Finland's uh, founding father, Marshal Karl Gustav uh, Mannerheim. Smyslowski received his graduation from the Mikhailovskaya Artillery School. He was an artillery officer. In artillery school, and uh, uh, he was an artillery officer like his father and uh, uh, grandfather. Here you can see uh, Smyslovsky's parents and uh, his most uh, Smyslovsky when he was uh, young. He rose to rank of captain of the Imperial Russian Army. In the 1917, he took part in the cadet uprising in Moscow. During the fight, was wounded. Uh, we don't know details about his participation in this in, in this in this fight. However, we know that uh, he joined the Society for Defense of Motherland and Freedom, led created and led by uh, Boris Savinkov, a social revolutionary. Uh, Smyslovsky took part in the Russian Civil War on the side of the white of the whites. He moved to southern Russia where he volunteered uh, with the armed forces of South Russia, commanded by first Anton Denikin and next by Pyotr Wrangel. At the beginning of 1920, part of the army uh, part uh, of the army uh, under command of General Bredov uh, fled to uh, Poland and they were and uh, where Boris Savinkov was trying to form was trying to form a new Russia uh, armed forces uh, this formation was to send to the front uh, as the part of Polish army fighting uh, the Bolsheviks. Eventually, because the ceasefire between Poland and the Bolsheviks, they were transported, part of them uh, were transported <coughs> to Crimea, part of them uh, decided to stay in Poland. Uh, among of them uh, was uh, Smysłowski. Smysłowski uh, in the 20s, was recruited by German military intelligence 
Abwerstelle. Uh, we do not know details about this recruitment. However, we know that uh, he was trained as an uh, intelligence officer in Krulewiec. And he also studied at the secret German uh, General Staff Military Academy. At the time, Germany were not allowed to uh, his major was intelligence, of course. At the time, Germany were not allowed to have its highest command over army, so this was displayed with the Truppenarm, the Army Administration Office. Uh, that's why, uh, that's why all, all, uh, all, all those studies are kept in in a, a secret. This time was crucial for uh, for Smyslovsky because. Uh, he developed his contacts among uh, among German officers, fellow officers. The first, the second, uh, as he said, after many years of the war, uh, he wrote, actually, I was born as a soldier in ranks of the Russian Imperial Guard, but I grew up in the German general staff. I am thankful them for a great military knowledge, I have gone through all my life. And uh, as we can compare, as we can compare for uh, Smyslovsky and Vlasov, we see that uh, uh, they, they were, there was uh, between them controversy about uh, about um, a way of uh, liberation Russia from the Bol Bolsheviks. And uh, Smyslovsky and this discussion uh, claimed that the best way uh, to achieve this goal was to go along uh, the German army. Wasso uh, was rather in favor of uh, encourage Russians living in uh, Soviet Union to uh, to rise against the Bolsheviks. This, uh, this, uh, in, in my opinion, and this uh, controversy uh, came from uh, Smyslovsky's relations with uh, the Germans, with uh, his uh, his uh, uh, anyway. Uh, in the second part. Uh, in the second part of the 30s, Smyslovsky uh, joined uh, the Marinis Order of the Symbolic Lodge of the Ancient and Primitive Egyptian Eastern Rite of Memphis Mizraim. Uh, this was uh, this was uh, a esoteric group. We don't know uh, what was a reason of uh, his involvement in Freemasonry. Whether it was a task he got from uh, from uh, the Abwehrstelle or just personal uh, interest in esoteric, regardless of uh, of intention, uh, we ha we must say that this way he gave uh, very uh, very good access to the government circles in Warsaw. At the time, Freemasonry were very popular. Among uh, among uh, politicians of uh, the Piłsudski's movement in uh, in Poland, uh, 
Uh, and uh, the movement to uh, Freemasonry uh, was also very popular among so-called liberal intelligentsia. And it's important to mention this because uh, this, uh, this milieu was uh, infiltrated by the Soviet Razvietka because of uh, its close cooperation with the illegal Communist Party of, of Poland. The, uh, those relationships were, uh, were uh, analyzed even, even through the war by the Polish underground counterintelligence. Uh, there, there, is a, there is a very rich evidence uh, uh, from that time uh, counterintelligence uh, evidence uh, telling us uh, about about Freemasonry circles in Warsaw and uh, Smyslovsky's role in uh, in this. Uh, after uh, after uh, Germany invaded Poland in 1939, uh, uh, Smyslovsky Smyslovsky uh, joined the Russian Military Union at that time in Germany. The organization uh, was led by Alexei von Lampe, General Alexei von Lampe, a white, a white Russian uh, living in, uh, in Berlin. And uh, Smyslovsky uh, uh, was uh, assigned, was assigned as a uh, chief of staff. Of, uh, of the Union resident in, in Warsaw. Uh, after the, uh, after uh, the German invasion of the Soviet Union, he began to work for the staff of the Army Army's, uh, Group uh, North as an intelligence officer under Nondeger von uh, Regenau at the rank of uh, Major. He commanded organizing groups of white Russians and uh, Soviet, uh, Soviet POWs fighting with the Germans against the Bolsheviks. In July 1941, there was, uh, there was formed 1st Training Battalion, uh, and uh, in the fall, in the uh, In, and according to Smyslovsky's word, uh, words, uh, he formed 12 intelligence battalion schools operating in the rear of the front line on the German side were uh, being trained uh, were being trained for generals, several hundred officers and uh, 60,000 uh, soldiers. On September 24, 1941, Smyslovsky spoke in front of soldiers gathered in one of uh, those uh, those training uh, uh, intelligence uh, schools. Uh, Every one of you who volunteered our ranks has to work for Russia. I work as a staff. I work as a staff officer. You will work in reconnaissance. You have to remember that you serve Russia and. Your victory brings resurrection of great and national uh, Russia. So uh, we can see that his uh, focus. Uh, we can see his focus, and 
we can uh, we can also see that uh, he had uh, his own agenda even even if he served uh, served uh, the Germans through the whole uh, through the uh, all uh, the war. In March 1942, uh, established established no, it was established a special staff Russia, Zonderstab Ruslan, uh, responsible for uh, counterintelligence and uh, counterinsurgency activity against the Soviet partisan movement. As the commander in chief was appointed Colonel Boris Smyslovsky. Uh, for over a few months, the staff was tra transformed into Special Division Russia. His uh, ambition was to create uh, create uh, an, uh, a, uh, create uh, Rus Russian armed forces, not only just uh, not only just intelligence uh, uh, units fighting uh, the partisans, but uh, uh, armed forces of resurrected Russia. The, uh, the staff was subordinated to Vali, Vali special branch of Abwehrstelle on the Eastern Front. Uh, headquarters of the staff was located in Warsaw under cover of the Eastern Construction Enterprise Hilchen. The, task, the tasks of Smyslovsky's organization were uh, collecting collecting intelligence on Soviet partisan detachments operating on the German-occupied territories. Area of operations, morale, the communication with the Soviet partisan staff, equipment, armament, and KVD activity. Uh, they also planted, planted uh, I mean, uh, Smyslovsky's people also planted agents inside the detachments. Beside the intelligence activity, those agents uh, uh, had to had to encourage partisans to change the side and uh, finally fight uh, the Soviets. Cadre of uh, of the staff of the division consisted of white Russians. Soviet Russians from uh, POW camps, Belarusians and Ukrainians. Part uh, part of uh, part of them, uh, part of them, part of them uh, served the Ukrainian People's Republic Army in 1919-1920, and next the Polish Army as contractor officers. However, uh, however, the special staff worked for the Abwehr, Abwehrstelle, like the Russian volunteer units, regard, regardless of their local subordination, was presented, uh, the staff was presented as a part of one organization, the Russian Liberation Army, which was in fact a German a propaganda operation. That meant that the staff soldiers and officers used German uniforms with Russian brassards and badges with colors of Russian flag. This, uh, see, there's Smyslovsky uh, in uh, Roa uniform with uh, Russian Liberation Army 
with Brussels, Russian Brussels, with the uh, with the Russian. Uh, I don't know how to say. Okay, with Russian insights here, and you can see Smyslovsky with the German uniform. The epaulets are different, and the little round sign on the Yes. His understaff air consisted of four sections, operational intelligence led by Colonel Mikhail Shapovalov, so ex-Soviet officer, counterintelligence, Lieutenant Volodymyr Bondorovsky, very interesting po uh, person. Before the war, he cooperated with, uh, with the Polish section, with the Polish uh, Second Bureau. During, during the, the war, he uh, cooperated with uh, Smyslowski, but uh, but uh, from uh, the beginning of 1944, uh, he started to uh, to deal with uh, uh, the Gestapo. Uh, propaganda uh, propaganda was led by Alexander Vugler of the National Labor Union. This was civil. Uh, this was uh, Russian political party, political organization, and administration logistic, logistics Plotnikov. Uh, they were organized the four field stations from south to north. To north, A. Simferopol was Crimea. Uh, B. Kiev, Ukraine. I mean. Uh, they collect they collect intelligence from area of Ukraine, Chernihiv, Belarus, uh, uh, the Pskov, and they uh, the station uh, the station uh, in Pskov uh, collected collected intelligence from the Baltics uh, Baltic states. Uh, we do not know how many people served the, the, uh, served, uh, the division. Our estimation is between 300, 300 uh, and 1,000. Between 300 and 100 people and 1,000. After the war, Smyslovsky uh, claimed uh, that he also supervised local anti-partisan detachments. Uh, formed by uh, Wehrmacht units in cooperation with uh, uh, Abwehrstelle. I would like to underline there is a big difference between uh, between such uh, detachments formed by organized by Abwehrstelle, the military intelligence and uh, uh, political intelligence Sonderdienst. civilian supervised. The local um, foreign police. Uh, so uh, they have double uh, subordination. They have double subordination. An agent candidate of the special uh, staff. Uh, an agent candidate of the special uh, staff has uh, to formally apply for enrollment. He was obliged to fill up an application form and write his biography. 
after after that he was interviewed by an officer and trained before he left for the field uh, he received he received uh, instructions intelligence and counterintelligence and his uh, tasks as uh, as well uh, there is no detailed information how many uh, of them uh, were transferred behind the front line. The post-Soviet hist uh, historians estimate that the Soviet counterintelligence service, uh, uh, services, military and uh, civil, captured 700 of them. It seems that uh, there must have been much more trainees. Uh, among among uh, uh, among uh, Smyslovsky's people was Boris Koverda, worth to be mentioned. Uh, he was very famous. He was a very famous person before the war, uh, because in for because in 1927. He shot in Warsaw the chief of the Soviet diplomatic mission, so uh, Piotr Voikov, because of, for his for Voikov's uh, participation in the exec execution of the Tsar's uh, family. Uh, among his uh, among uh, the other person was uh, Petro Diachenko. It is also uh, interesting uh, to. Uh, to take a, take a look at uh, at his picture because he's uh, dressed with the Polish army uniform. This is one of those who served the Polish army as contract officer before the war, during uh, during uh, the German invasion, uh, fought the Germans. In uh, ranks of uh, uh, ranks of uh, of the Polish army, and after uh, after that they decided decided uh, uh, cooperate with uh, Germans. Uh, German intelligence uh, would hope that uh, with Germans' help they resurrect or create uh, their states. Uh, Petro Diachenko was uh, was Ukrainian. Uh, after his cooperation with uh, with the German with the, with the with German intelligence, he was a uh, chief of the station in a small town in northern uh, eastern north current eastern north Poland in Suwałki. He uh, he decided to organize uh, a Ukrainian. Uh, Ukrainian armed armed forces. Of course, because of uh, for uh, for Smyslovsky's activity, he was became uh, he was became a target for uh, the Soviet uh, the, the Soviet uh, intelligence, and uh, uh, it is very uh, it is uh, also. Notable, notable uh, issue that the, so that the post-Soviet historians uh, uh, claim that uh, they they couldn't they couldn't infiltrate it fully 
fully infiltrate uh, the staff. However, however, uh, one one person got very very close to uh, to Smyslowski's uh, people. This was uh, this was uh, uh, Arthur Ritteriaszczemski. Now uh, at this picture he uh, he's in the uniform of the uh, communist army in Poland uh, after 1944. He was promoted uh, to general rank uh, after the war. Uh, during the war, he was uh, he was an uh, uh, NKVD operative, uh, and uh, he acted as a uh, Baltic German. In the summer of 1942, uh, Jastrzemski, as a Baltic German, made acquaintance with a white Russian immigrant, Colonel Nikolai Kumanov, ex-general of Wrangel's army officer. Uh, thanks to Tumanov's help, Ritter got information about life of Russian Russians gathered in, in Warsaw. Eventually, he recruited Tumanov, addressing him the uh, following words. Uh, your motherland needs help. I appeal to you as a Soviet intelligence officer. It means that he compromised himself with eyes of with uh, Nikolai Tumanov's eyes. Uh, uh, who knows you are an honest man, and and that you cannot consent to the criminal fascism that is destroying your country and mine. Enough of this madness. Uh, setting private, uh, with Tumanov's help private meetings with the intelligence officers, Eritrea uh, Shemsky learned about uh, about planned by, planned by Smyslovsky staff diverted operations, at least at least about few of them. For instance, the son of the of the Mikhail Brunner was departing. Uh, with large sum of money to Pskov, it comes. This this information direct, uh, comes directly from uh, Jastrzemski's uh, memoir, memoirs published in Poland in the 70s. Uh, with, with large sum of money to Pskov, where the saboteurs uh, would be smuggled uh, from the rear of the Red Army. On another occasion, they also learned. Uh, Tumanov and Ritter Jastrzemski also learned that Shapovalov, the chief of uh, intelligence uh, section, uh, would be going to Kharkov, Kharkov for the same uh, reason. Here is also Bogusław Hrynkiewicz. Uh, uh, Bogusław Hrynkiewicz, uh, a, uh, an agent of the NKVD. At that time he cooperated with, uh, with Ritter Jastrzemski. However, Ritter uh, Jastrzemski used uh, German Sturmabteilung uh, uh, uniform, uh, but Hrynkiewicz uh, uh, acted as a chief of the anti-communist uh, intelligence uh, of the underground army of sword and plow movement. Smyslowski met him several times. Uh, Smyslowski uh, uh, established communication with uh, uh, Hrynkiewicz. 
but uh, this uh, it, it, it end uh, this way. Sam Snesowski's people made acquaintance with uh, with him, and uh, they uh, and uh, they took part in the largest uh, uh, in the largest uh, uh, operation carried under <coughs> carried out uh, out by the communists against the Polish uh, the Polish uh, underground. It was uh, it was a, a capture of anti-communist archive collected by the uh, the secret. Uh, civil uh, administration in uh, in Warsaw. It was it was carried out by Hrynkiewicz with uh, uh, some uh, Bondarowski's uh, people led people led by led by uh, Smyslowski's people led by uh, Włodzimierz uh, Bondarowski's Bondarowski. Mm. The operation. Yes. Okay. As you uh, as you can uh, imagine, as you can imagine, Smyslowski became became a subject of interest of the of the of uh, underground intelligence um, uh, as well. He was uh, watched by all army intelligence, national Armed forces intelligence, and secret civil administration. Uh, intelligence. You can see picture, uh, pictures, photos of uh, reports, uh, underground reports on uh, Smyslowski. Uh, in opinion of Polish underground, he, uh, he expressed great, great respect for Anglo-Americans. It comes from directly uh, comes from uh, such reports. And uh, had good good knowledge of the Polish of the activity of Polish conspirational circles. Uh, he read he read conspirational press. I think he was uh, uh, he also uh, took part in uh, creating one of uh, one of uh, uh, underground bulletins, the liberated uh, thought. That was uh, that was uh, published by uh, Freemasonry uh, in in Warsaw. In general, he approached the Polish mothers with uh, understanding. Uh, and for the uh, end of the of the of those reasons, uh, uh, the underground recognized him as uh, as someone neutral toward the Polish cause. Nevertheless. Nevertheless, on on May 17th, uh, in Warsaw, took place an unsuccessful <coughs> attempt to assassinate Smyslowski uh, because, even though uh, the central uh, the central cell of uh, Polish counter counterintelligence wasn't. Uh, recognized him as a foe. Uh, on the Warsaw district level, uh, on the, uh, it was made decision to uh, to to kill him. Uh, he was misidentified as a Ukrainian officer responsible for anti-Polish activity in uh, Volyn. Uh, as I said, 
uh, this operation was, uh, wasn't uh, concluded with success. Uh, that 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 uh, team was decimated by uh, the Germans. And after the war, one of uh, soldiers, uh, uh, one of the soldiers who survived this uh, this operation, uh, shared uh, his remarks on on this uh, on this uh, on this operation with uh, journalists uh, in Poland. Uh, he stated that uh, we were probably carrying out a mission ordered by. Soviet agents within the British Secret Intelligence Service, those uh, from Kim Philby and the Cambridge Five. Smyslowski was uh, indeed an enemy of the Soviets, not Poles, whom he knew very well as uh, he had been living in Warsaw since the 1920s. It's, it's, it's true. It's true. Recognized uh, the underground knew very well him as a person. Uh, he knew very well his activity as a member of uh, the Russian, the Russian milieu in Warsaw. But uh, in fact, uh, they they knew almost nothing about his activity, uh, his anti anti Soviet uh, Soviet. Uh, Activity. Uh, all this, uh, all uh, all those uh, information uh, on Smyslovsky, uh, they they the intelligence received from outside. We do not know uh, people planted by the underground into. Uh, into the uh, Zonderstab R, except except Lieutenant Stanislav Mancevich. He was a special agent uh, uh, at the command, the highest command of the National Armed Forces. Apart from apart from his activity uh, in uh, Zonderstab R, he was a member. He was a, uh, he served as a as an uh, operative at the anti-communist cell of the counter uh, intelligence. We know it because this is the only one person who uh, wrote report on the West after the uh, after the uh, after the war. Very small, very brief report, but uh, uh, but very helpful uh, for for us. I mentioned uh, that uh, that Smyslowski was involved in uh, the liberated thought uh, issue. The bulletin was published formally, if we say these words uh, regarding uh, conspirational activity. Openly? No, no. Openly, if if we can say, if we can use the, those words. Uh, and he also uh, the, the, the bulletin was uh, was published by the Polish Movement of Slav Liberation Union, and we don't we know uh, very little about about this organization. Uh, they joined uh, 
they joined uh, they joined uh, the, uh, the the secret the secret uh, administration structure political structures. However, one of uh, uh, the leaders of the, the organization uh, was discovered was discovered was compromised uh, as a, a German as a German agent. Joint operations joint uh, with the Polish underground. First, uh, in September 1941, uh, the Musketeers uh, secret uh, intelligence service uh, received from uh, Musketeer intelligence service subordinated to the home army, but uh, uh, with the with the Subordinated to uh, to the home uh, to the home uh, army, received from Swislowski a proposition of assistance in the transfer of a group of officers behind the front line on the Soviet rear to the Polish army, uh, for at that time being formed by General Władysław Anders. The command of uh, the Musketeers hoped for acquiring intelligence information and uh, gaining political uh, benefits from uh, this uh, this action joint this joint action the operation uh, also got full support and authorization from the highest command of the uh, of the home army in context of the possibility of uh, uh, in context of the possibility of establishing communications uh, uh, the uh, liaison officer patrol sent uh, to Soviet Union was uh, was arrested by uh, Polish uh, Polish counterintelligence under led uh, under uh, General Anders. He was afraid that uh, they were compromised by the Soviet Soviets before, and uh, accepting them would meant uh, would would mean. Uh, would mean breaking uh, would mean uh, breaking up Polish uh, Soviet relationships uh, which were very uh, very tense at that time uh, General Anders uh, wanted to uh, to gather all Poles imprisoned by all Poles imprisoned by uh, by the Soviets and the Soviets wanted to keep them and at, uh, uh, at James. Uh, the latest, the latest joint uh, uh, operation uh, was uh, was to was to uh, getting assistance to, uh, to to the other liaison officer patrol sent by the command of the Holocaust Brigade. Uh, to general, once again, general uh, Anders, that general Anders Second Corps uh, in uh, in Italy. Uh, this was uh, this this operation uh, succeeded. They uh, crossed uh, border of uh, Licht, uh, Grand Duchy of Liechtenstein along uh, Smyslovsky's uh, army. The other question is uh, an assassination attempt 
on Alexander Burgler. As I said earlier, Burgler was the chief of the propaganda section of the Sonderstaat. But uh, he, he cooperated. Uh, he, he came from. He came from. Uh, he came from. There. Uh, he came from. The national labor. Uh, uh, labor. The national. The national labor union. Uh, this was uh, Russian nationalist organization. And uh, Smyslovsky suspected that uh, he cooperated with the uh, Gestapo against, uh, against the Sonderstab and uh, Smyslovsky's activity. He decided to kill Vugler. In fact, Vugler was killed uh, at, the, at, the, at the end of December 1943. Uh, 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 and I put, I put uh, this information on the, on the chart named Joint Operations because uh, Smyskowski was trying to recruit a death team from, uh, from people involved in the <coughs> underground. Polish, Polish, uh, Polish underground. We do not know for sure who was recruited, but it is possible that uh, this assassination was carried out by uh, by the Poles, uh, cooperated with uh, with uh, Smyslovsky. Private operation. Oh, we can call this uh, private operation. Oh, here is uh, here is Stanislav Aronson. I quoted, I quoted his word, words uh, earlier. On my, uh, during the night, on, uh, on my uh, second, the first, uh, out. in December 1943, uh, the special division was dissolved, and Smyslowski became, uh, Smyslowski, was under arrest for unauthorized relationships with the Polish and Ukrainian underground. This was uh, this was triggered uh, by a visit of a leader of the Ukrainian insurgent army, Poliska Sich, in Warsaw. His name was Taras uh, Borovich Nomdeger Bulba. Smyslowski refused to hand uh, Bulba over to the secret uh, police, Gestapo. After a six months long investigation, Smyslowski was cleared of charges and started to organize next structure of uh, anti-Soviet intelligence. It was United, uh, United Russian Intelligence School. It was uh, located uh, uh, near Warsaw. Eventually, uh, at the end of the war, he moved to uh, Lower Silesia, where he started uh, to organize the Green Army of special, uh, special of special purposes. Eventually, uh, he became the commander in chief of the first 
Russian National Army at rank of uh, general. At the beginning of May, he crossed, uh, he crossed uh, the border between the Third Reich and the Grand Duchy of Liechtenstein. We can see a list uh, of people uh, of people who came with, uh, with came in with uh, him. However, this list made by uh, Liechtensteinia, Liechte, Liechtensteinians uh, uh, was uh, was uh, completed after three years of uh, of uh, uh, after three years of they. They they appeared in uh, in uh, in Liechtenstein. So I think uh, we can we can say about uh, uh, these numbers as a minimum of uh, min, uh, of uh, of people of Smyslovsky's people fled uh, fleeing to uh, Liechtenstein. Uh, they uh, the story. The story of the first Russian National Army in uh, in Liechtenstein uh, is the is the most most famous uh, part of his activity in the 90s of the last uh, in the 90s of the last century. There was uh, there was made a movie. On this, uh, on those events, it's called uh, Eastern Eastern Wind, uh, where uh, where Smyslovsky and his people were depicted in a very very presented in a very very positive uh, positive way. Within within uh, during three years, almost all those people. Uh, Left, uh, left, uh, left. Uh, uh, Liechtenstein mostly for mostly for Argentina. So you can see soldiers and civilians of uh, the first uh, Russian uh, national uh, Russian national uh, army. In in, in 1947, uh, Smyslovsky left uh, left Liechtenstein for Argentina, as uh, his uh, like his like his people, uh, and then and there uh, he became a leader of the Marshal Alexander Suvorov Russian War Veterans Union in Argentina. He's, at the time, he started uh, he started. Uh, Intelligence and counterintelligence in theory of intelligence and uh, counterintelligence and uh, counterinsurgency uh, uh, as well. During his stay there, he focused on his social activity. However, he also uh, was invited by Juan Perón uh, to be. Uh, to be his advisor on counterinsurgency and counterterrorism. He lectured at the Argentinian military schools. He also he also was an advisor to 
uh, Argentinian uh, Argentine, uh, Argentinian uh, army between 19 uh, between 19 uh, 1956 and 1966 Mislowski and his wife lived in New York City and at the mid of the 60s uh, they were he was invited by Reinhard Gallen who was uh, uh, who was uh, Smyslovsky's uh, superior uh, during the war uh, to to Germany to be an advisor to German general staff and uh, lecturer at uh, German military schools uh, as well. Smyslowski uh, In 1975, returned to uh, to Liechtenstein because he uh, maintained very good relationships with uh, with uh, the authorities of uh, Liechtenstein, and he died in 1988. Thank you.